0: Assalamu salamu alaykum and welcome to our 28th episode of ABC Islam and our 25th episode of our very exciting season, Ramadan Ready. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about the power of du'a and how you can ensure that your du'a is accepted. We're going to be answering the questions of what is du'a, what our personal experiences of when our du'as were accepted and also how to ensure that your du'a is accepted because we all do face hardships and problems through this life but we can make our life so much more better if we remember Allah and if we make du'as but over here I have my Muslim sister so how has Ramadan been going for you?
1: Alhamdulillah it has been good for me what about you?
0: Alhamdulillah it has been pretty good for me as well and if you would like to know more about us please check out our trailer or alternatively the
1: description box below And I would just like to add that, alhamdulillah, we have received a lot of questions that you have sent us through, through Instagram. And we're very grateful to answer those. And we're going to be seeing you soon on the Eid.
0: Yes. So if you would like to send us questions uh, for our Eid Q&A episode, where you can actually send us questions, no personal questions, though, Uh, we're actually going to be, uh, you can send it to us through uh, three ways. Number one, you can send it to us through a voice message in Anchor. Uh, The link will be in the description box below. It only takes about two to three minutes and you can just send a question through your voice, but you do need to have consent that your voice will be in the podcast. Number two, you can actually DM us on Instagram at ambassadors of Islam which is where we've been receiving a lot of questions and we have been noting them down so remember that you can send us any questions as long as they're not personal and number three you can also contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com and make sure to remember that all of these questions are going to be anonymous so don't worry we won't be sharing your identity and send it to us all through the 29th by the 29th Ramadan But anyways, today we're going to be answering the questions about the power of Dua and before we even get into the tips on how to ensure our Dua is accepted, we want to actually
1: start up very simple and ask what is Dua? So this is something that is basically kind of like a part of a Muslim so I think that no other religion actually asks you to actually go ahead and make du'as I feel like but this is the only religion in Islam where we are asked to make du'as so that Allah can accept it for us even though he knows everything that is within our hearts it just gives us a way to like relieve our stress or whatever we're going through by just making simple du'as and I think that it is a kind of like an act of supplication in this essence of worship and invocation and i think that if we didn't make dua our life will be a bit weird and it will be very incomplete because every time when we pray on salah we have always something to ask for to allah and i think dua is something that we can always incorporate in our lives wherever we are wherever we are going um, it doesn't have to be something that we have to purify ourselves necessarily to do it and It just gives you the strength to think that, you know, somebody's watching me, somebody's listening to me, even though no one is listening to me or might not be with me at the time. I can just raise my hands and, you know, ask Allah and tell him everything that I have going on in my life. And he's the one who understands everything through me. So I think that dua is so important in a Muslim's life. Definitely and I also feel
0: like it is a way for you like if you feel like your life is bad or if you feel like you have so many hardships you remember that you have someone to rely on and you know sometimes um, you might feel lonely, you might feel like you're alone in this world and to be honest that is exactly what's going to happen to you in the day of judgement, everyone's going to be alone so the only person you can really seek help from is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but obviously Allah has also blessed us with obviously seeking help from people in this world as well so you can seek dua but you can also like gain help from others as well if needed Um, but also you can also work hard to solve your problems but for me I think that the four reasons are the four main reasons for why people actually uh, make dua because my sister has covered the point of what is dua so the four main reasons why I feel like dua is mostly um, you know asked for like why do people do dua is because number one they actually want to uh, they need something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so whether that's solving a problem or if you want something like a new house, a new car, just an example... Well, oh, the second thing is if you want to actually thank Allah for everything He's given you. Obviously, we have to remember all the blessings that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us, like eyesight, our you know hearing, our we, we could, that we can breathe. We're living for so many years. All these different like blessings Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us. We have to thank Him, and also that we uh, we might also make du'a to ask for forgiveness um, because definitely uh, we need to remember that we are humans. We probably have committed sins and. And we need to ask Allah for forgiveness and the fourth reason why I feel like we make du'as is because we want to actually remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because obviously there is a verse that that is in the Quran I believe and it says uh, you will remember me and I'll remember you is that yeah that's right so definitely um that shows that if you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will remember us and hopefully grant our
1: wishes I think that's a very relevant point and there are many reasons why people make dua as you have said and stated and I think that people should know how our duas our most difficult times our duas gets accepted as also do you remember one time when maybe Allah you was you was going through something and maybe Allah accepted your duas? um definitely I feel like we all have
0: had at least one problem in our lives and if you haven't you should be very very grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not given you any tests and trials and you know if you have not been through it don't ask Allah for tests and trials because like some people think that oh like their lives are perfect now let me see what happens if I have a test don't ever asked that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but uh, most of us have had a problem and for me as a teenager who obviously goes to school I think one of the very common ones is trying to get well in your exams now I'm a person who really does care about my education and I'm sure that a lot of you guys might also uh, have the same and for me definitely like my grades are something that I really do care about so um, one one thing that I try to do like is pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get good grades because even if I work hard it is Allah's decree for what he wants to give me so I just try to basically make dua and several times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted my dua and he has actually given me the grades that I wanted and I think that you know having those good grades really allows me to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does accept my duas and he loves me but even if you don't Even if you don't get your duas accepted that doesn't mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't love you and there might be other reasons for why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not accepting your dua which we will discuss later but I would like to ask you what are your personal experiences of when
1: your dua was accepted? I think I have a very weird one to share and I think that anybody would go through this but I'm not the best student in school and I always got average grades, I did not really get you know A stars and A's and stuff like that but I always had the dream to do a certain type of degree that I wanted to do when I was in college and because my grades were pretty low uh, I used to think that how am I going to get into this degree because it doesn't make sense, it's very competitive especially in the UK, everybody competes to do that degree so much because it is very well reputed as well well it has a good name as well and uh, I, use, I used to think that in the college like I'm not gonna get in because and also my teachers around me were telling me that you're never gonna get in for that degree and I used to seek Allah's um, you know I used to talk to Allah about this all the time and I used to tell him like in my heart that I really want to do this even though it seems impossible for me um, according to people because my grades are very low um Uh, At the end I just ended up doing that degree and Alhamdulillah Allah accepted my dua even though my grades were really really low and Allah just like made it was a miraculous thing that happened to me that day. I remember like calling that university and um, you know, and they just telling me that they accept me with those grades, and I was very shocked. I could not believe it that I was my dream was coming true. And indeed, what Allah, Allah is the best of all planners, because in that time my teachers were not, you know, telling we know encouraging me and giving me the references and they were planning me to fail in a way because they used to think that I'm going to do something else maybe something more that is not relevant in my life or I will not enjoy but in that moment Allah just changed everything for me and he made and now alhamdulillah I mean doing that degree for three years and I'm Every single moment of it I enjoy it even though there's some kind of stress uh, when it comes to exams and you know coursework and essays and stuff but I truly truly enjoy every bits of it and I've made so many friends out of this, I've made so many memories out of this out of this and also in these three years I've developed myself as a human being so this was truly a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but now we're going to be moving on to the last part of our podcast episode and that is how to actually make sure that your du'as are accepted as much as possible because obviously we're not in control of our du'as getting accepted but what are some of the things that you would recommend that people should do to ensure that their du'as are accepted uh definitely because
0: both of us um alhamdulillah our du'as have been accepted just like I feel like I get better grades or good grades and for my sister she's doing the degree that she loves and you know alhamdulillah um, for that um, but for me I think that there is definitely you can actually try your best to increase the likelihood of your dua being accepted but again as my sister said it is a decree of Allah on whether he wants to accept the dua or not since he has all the power so the first way that I would say in order to ensure the dua is acceptable is that you need to be be really really sincere and especially I've actually um, heard from this lecture that when you're making dua you need to make sure that your mind and your soul is fully concentrated on that on yourself making dua. Like, you can't be thinking about something else while you're making duas. It's not like a, you know, script that you're just reading off and you're not really thinking about it. Like, you need to actually be really sincere about it and just try your best to concentrate on the dua as much as possible and be really, really sincere and especially if you really want something a lot of people actually start crying because in their du'as because they actually feel like they really really want that thing or they really thank Allah for everything they've had or they really want to ask for forgiveness or you know they want to remember Allah all these things Um, but if you feel like you cannot cry for uh, what you're asking for you should almost try to cry and it sounds kind of like why would I try to cry well the reason is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does see your efforts and and even though Allah knows that you're trying to cry and it's not just coming out of your eyes uh, it is definitely showing that you still really really want that thing and that is why you're trying your best to cry and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still loves to see uh, his servants who try their best um, my second tip to ensure your dua is accepted as best as possible is to be consistent definitely um being consistent is Allah does definitely, as I said, loves consistency. He loves your effort, and Allah is the one who obviously sees your efforts more than your results. So definitely, um, you know, it's definitely better to be consistent, especially for those we've actually made a very recent episode about missing Salah to study, and um, we talked about how a lot of people they only like pray when it, when it comes to their exams or if they want to get a job or something like that. And um, I've definitely said that you know you should definitely not not just be praying uh, a specific hardship in your life you should definitely be praying throughout the year so even if you are praying for exams specifically at that time you definitely have to make the intention that you want to be praying for the rest of the year as well uh, my third tip is to actually remember that Allah accepts rejects or gives something better so for example if you want to get a really really good in your exam you obviously have to work hard and revise uh, but don't stress and at the same time you also have to make dua and you, you might see that Allah has accepted your du'a or he might actually reject your du'a and you might not actually accept the du'a for you and the reason why is because he might um, he obviously is the best of planners and he knows that possibly if you got this grade right now then maybe in the future you'll be very laid back and you would end up getting a bad grade in the future which would be actually be more harmful for you. So Allah does actually plan everything accordingly, or He might actually give something better to you. So, for example, if you get something um, very good, um, you know, if you get something like you know a bad grade for exam, for example, then you Allah might actually make you uh, much more happier in the future, as to, you know, to compensate for that. But you know, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala does know best. Now, I would like to ask you, how can you ensure that your dua is accepted as best as possible?
1: I think your points are very relevant about the fact that we have to be very consistent when it comes to making du'as. It can't just be a one-off thing. It's not like you're paying something for something you're like, you know, buying a shirt or something like that. You just give the money and that's it. That's my uh thing on. But you have to be very, very consistent with your du'as. I really agree with that. But along with those points that are very relevant, I would li- I would like to add Uh, My first tip which is that avoid sinning because obviously it doesn't make sense that you are sinning and then you are basically making dua Allah to like help you because that's just very hypocritical in a way and I don't think that Allah likes people who are hypocritical so... We have to make sure that we avoid sinning as much as possible. And what I mean by sinning obviously can mean different things. For example, protect your eyes, your ears, your tongue, your touch, everything. Um, You have to make sure that you're not doing all those things that Allah dislikes basically and is prohibited in Islam uh, and that are basically, you know, straight up haram so you have to avoid all those things i think the second tip that i would give is to make sure that you try to praise allah whilst making your dua so for example if you're going to stress and maybe you're going through stress for example for an exam and you know that um you're feeling very anxious inside and nervous whether you're going to do really well or not maybe you have left everything to the last minute which you shouldn't do but you have left everything in the last minute now you don't know what to do and that stress is causing you to not do work when you should be. in that moment i think that's the best thing to do is praise allah with his beautiful names for example he's the reliever of stress he's the most merciful he's the most gracious you have to praise him with all these names because they have been there for a reason and allah is all those 99 names that we know so i it's very very important for us to use all of his 99 names in our du'as to make sure that he he feels good and he will basically you know grant you the du'a that you'll be asking for and you're and I've realized that whenever you say all his names you just instantly get some peace inside your heart I don't know what it is but you just get it and I think I'll definitely encourage you to actually try that and praise Allah in your du'as and not just be robotic in your du'as and say that Allah give me this and give me that and actually take your time to say your du'a and the last tip that I would give is to do a good deed maybe before making that du'a and then telling Allah in your du'a that you have made that good deed so that he can accept it and he's how Happy with you, so in that way it increases your chances of actually getting your duas accepted in a way. And I've seen that before as well. It happened to me as well before, and I think there's something that everybody should be taking care of and taking note of.
0: Definitely, and I just feel like even if you have no problems um, in this world, then. First of all, you should be very, very grateful, as we've said. And number two, just remember that du'a still gives you a lot of peace. So just remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you all these blessings. You should be grateful and, you know, you should just... It will just give you peace if you just go and make du'a. Now, I would actually like to say a verse from the Qur'an. And this is actually from Qur'an 2, 186. So that is a reference. So I believe this is Surah Baqarah. Uh, Verse one eighty six, and I quote, and when my servants say, "O Muhammad, concerning me, indeed I am near," I respond to the inv- invocation of every supplicant when he calls upon me. End quote. So this clearly shows that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is therefore to accept your duas. He is there to spread His mercy to His servants, and obviously Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is the most merciful. And we need to remember that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will give us peace and inshallah we will all be fine we will get out of all our hardships and problems but alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we're trying our best inshallah post a new episode every day of ramadan here in abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on remember to check out the description box below where you can send us a uh, some questions for our q a and also to see some free gifts Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all. And we will, inshallah, see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.